Hi everyone, welcome back to Behind the Craft. I'm Amani, and today I'm very happy to welcome a special guest. Hi, I am Celeste, aka Digital Mommy. And we're going to get into the questions on um, her craft and her business. Uh, the first question that I have is, what was your thought process behind your Instagram handle? And does it stand for anything? So my Instagram handle is at cell underscore in the city. And so at the time when I, when I um, started my Instagram, I was going to move to San Francisco and so that's where the city part came in and like I had deleted my old Instagram and uh, this was me starting fresh and I was like I'm gonna be as raw and as vulnerable and uncut and unfiltered as I can with this Instagram and I was because I was starting a new chapter in San Francisco like I moved from Sacramento to there okay. so I was like sell in the city sex in the city you know yeah, like vibe yeah. I was like oh, okay cute yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really cool yeah um, the second question, uh, when did you realize your passion for creating? And I understand that you have practiced different art mediums from like painting and ceramics, um, installations, and then I know you have a passion for fashion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I first got into being creative um, when I was a kid and I used it to cope with um, the things that I was going through at the time, um, like my divorced parents and um yeah like I was telling you I was like a latchkey kid which is like the daycare before school after school and that's when I started getting passionate about it and then I came back to it years later as a 21 year old uh do you remember like people were doing a lot of like drip art I don't know like a few years ago it was really big and like moving the painting around and stuff yeah so I started doing that because I think I'd seen it on like a YouTube video Mm -hmm. and then I just like I don't something clicked and I was like oh my god like I missed making things um because I hadn't done it for a really long time like years um and I did a lot of collage as a kid too that's like one of my first loves is collage um so yeah playing with the paint really sparked something and I just haven't stopped since Um, so do you have anyone or anything that has inspired you to continue to create? Um, I think what inspires me to create the most is just my emotions. I'm really, really emotional person. So, um, I am anxious and I've had lots of bouts with like depression and so all of those things I use to feed and fuel like my art my creativity and just like I a lot of my artwork um is uh super wordy so like I was telling you I'm a I was a journalism major I've always loved writing I've always kept journals since I was a kid I've had tons of journals Hello Kitty journals with locks like all the cute ones um I wish I would have kept all my journals from then to now it would be so cool but so my art just is wordy and like gets my emotions through, I guess, okay. shows through that. Yeah. Um, do you have a creative process and does it differentiate um, depending on the art medium that you're working on or practicing? Not necessarily. Um, I just tap into an emotion or an old emotion. Okay. So it could be current or it could be a past one that I felt. And then I will just start from there. Like I'll see a color with that emotion and I'll see like um, a like 
a picture or an image to get it across or I'll just start scrolling through like you know pictures on like uh, sometimes Pinterest mm-hmm. has like the best like um, inspo I use you just type in like collage mm-hmm. and then um, you see bits I do like collage PNG okay. and it comes up with like stuff that's cut out mm-hmm. and so I'll like look through it and I'll be like ooh, I'm inspired by like these legs you know yeah. so sometimes it can be from a feeling or sometimes it could just be sparked from like uh, like seeing a bunch of pictures and being like, oh, I want to put this with this and this and that, right. and then just builds together and okay. creates something. But, yeah. Very cool. Um, do you ha- like? Are you inspired um, by certain brands or creatives? Like, um, where you're like, oh yeah, this is you know. Yeah. Um, brands that I'm inspired by, probably. Um, I like the play that, like, Gucci does on things. They have kind of a, um, lately, like, uh, nostalgic feel, too. Like, they have, like, the cherries and stuff, mm-hmm. and they play on, like, um, cartoonish type of stuff on their sneakers and, and their merch, and I really love that. Or, um, what else? Oh, there's the local artist that I love. Um, his name's Indian Giver, and he, um, he does, it's, like, collage with tattoos so like he puts tattoos on like famous people and like old pictures so he'll do like Marilyn Monroe or Elvis and stuff and he super inspires me I love his work and he does wheat paste as well so like street stuff yeah um do you think the impact of the pandemic has hindered you or helped you like grow and um and uh develop your crafts like maybe the seriousness or um I the pandemic hindered me mentally mm-hmm. um which was kind of good for my art because I'm telling you I I emotional so I had so many emotions and that is when that's the year that I made so many um and that's so right before the pandemic I had got an iPad and that's when like digital mommy was born okay. mm-hmm. so like maybe four months before the pandemic right. so during the pandemic I was just figuring out the iPad still with the Apple Pencil and everything and that's the year I made like a bit base of like digital mommy okay. was so I, it didn't really hinder me okay. artistically okay. it did me better yeah, yeah because I had so much to draw and talk about right. yeah yeah that's what I've kind of gathered um talking to different people especially creatives that um it could have hindered them or maybe didn't affect them but I think a lot of the times since we're all kind of in our rooms or in our homes uh during the lockdown and we were able to kind of really reflect and put a lot of our energy into creating Mm -hmm. and then maybe reprioritizing reprioritizing our life and what we kind of want out of it oh yeah Yeah. I um I worked through the entire pandemic so I worked five days a week still I was um not unemployed thankfully um and I didn't have to sit in my room all day every day would have gone crazy uh I was living in San Francisco at the time so with five other women so in a house so uh, <laughs> like I would have gone crazy if it was all five of us in the house at once and like we didn't have a living room so I was uh, li- I was you just have your bedroom right. you know so there's no space to just go out and sit chill yeah. I would have gone crazy but yeah I would come home from work and I would just be on my iPad like making making art 
I think that's great, though, that you're able to, um, even, like, after a long day of work, still go home and then be able to put energy into creating. Because I know that can be, like, really difficult because I even find myself, like, needing, like, not needing, but taking me a couple days to get into creating something. 100%. Yeah. That was, for me, that was, like, the grind, like... Because in SF, I had to take, like, a bus and a BART to get to my job downtown. I lived in Ingleside. And um, that commute is, like, uh, I would have to leave two hours before work. Yeah. And so that's, like, a long-ass day. <laughs> and then I would get home and still try to make time for it. Um, not even try, I would. Yeah. Like I said, that was the real grind. <laughs> like, now I'm nowadays, I kind of be like, oh, <laughs> like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> but... Yeah, I had so much passion and so much energy and so much drive to, like, move forward and progress that I was just like, I'm gonna, like, you know? Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, okay, slow down a little bit, but, you know. Yeah. I was really at my peak output, I think. Yeah. At that time. Yeah, I think um, that makes sense. it does. Yeah. yeah, and kind of, like, finding um, a different pace, I guess. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Now I'm like, I don't have to output like every day or that much, mm -hmm. or I don't feel the pressure usually to do that much. Yeah. Yeah. And especially since I feel like now I've, I still um, like dabble in different styles and things, but I feel like then I was really trying to find a style and trying to find like what I wanted to draw and how I wanted to draw and just getting adapting to the digital because I was before that physical only like paintings yeah. collage writing and yeah yeah I definitely feel like there's um quite a bit within that like just the the difference between like digital art and then physical art of like paintings and um installations and different things like that and then even with like produ productivity um with uh like toxic productivity or like even in the art community and like well um taking a hiatus or like a break or um yeah or like always feeling it's okay if you're not always creating yes. it's okay to like take a couple days or however long you need um and yeah because I kind of have to learn that for myself I'm like okay it's it doesn't make me a bad artist or it doesn't make me you're like you know less of an artist right it's less of an artist exactly if I take a week off you know right. or two weeks it doesn't yeah. make me I'm not artist yeah because I had to think about that. I was like well I really enjoy what I'm doing but you know it doesn't make me less of an artist as you said if you're taking the time that you need or it takes you mentally a couple Recharge. days yeah recharging so important exactly yeah. I can't be a machine yeah. I've, I've realized that like I can't yeah definitely um my next question is, have you thought of collaborating with other creatives for a special project? Um, I know that you've made, you make jewelry, um, mm -hmm. so like maybe a limited edition line or something like that. And I know that, um, congratulations on your shop, The Honey's Club. So Thank you. Thank you so much. We're so excited for that. Um, I do. There are some local people that I would love to collaborate with. One being, um, I would love to collaborate with Magic Shop. Do you know Magic Shop? They do candles okay, with yes. like crystals and they smell so good. Yes. Would love to collaborate with them and do like a scent, like a mm -hmm. special scent and like color and everything. I think yeah. that would be so fun. So hopefully something like that will happen. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then if you could collaborate with anybody, mm -hmm. 
do you have like a list of a couple of um, artists or creatives that you'd love to work with? Yeah, mostly big brands. To okay. be honest, mm-hmm. I really want to work with Bagu. Okay. I email them like every four months <laughs> for the last like ye- for years, two, mm-hmm. three years. And uh, they tell me no every single time. But, <laughs> but I like, yes yeah, yes. that's what I'm saying. It'll be a yes one yeah. day. <laughs> so that and the hundreds, I like really would love a hundreds collab. Um, they're like a streetwear brand. Um, or Case Defy. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Okay. Oh, Nike or yeah. Converse. Converse is like my, my big that I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get, right. but I don't know when. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I definitely, I see, you know, you're putting in the work and then, you know, manifesting and I'm, I know it's all going to come, all going to come to you. Yeah. So it's like, that would be like art and fashion merged together, you know? So I'm just like, oh, I would love to design a shoe, you know? So one day. Yes. One day. Um, Have you experienced any challenges being a woman of color in the entrepreneurship slash business realm so far or not really? I haven't, okay. and I hope that I don't have to. Yeah. Don't have to. I mean, it. You know, it might, and you kind of have to deal with it when it comes. But I'm grateful, thankful that I just haven't had to yet. Um, besides being told like no a lot, like mm-hmm. for like gallery showings and whatnot, especially starting out in the beginning when right. I was really telling you I was like super ambitious, you know, mm-hmm. and like emailing everyone and like I. I am an artist and I am, I will do this, this, and this. And then people either don't email you back or they'll be like, no, we're not looking for your work. You know, Mm -hmm. your work isn't what we're looking for. So just that mostly. Yeah. 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 I just like to ask the question because I, you know, you hear about like different, um, negative experiences that can happen, especially for women and, you know, being an entrepreneur and yeah, yeah. I've heard it for sure I've heard it for sure so that is a good question yeah yeah um reflecting in the past uh is there anything you would tell your younger self maybe with what you know now or any experiences you've had or um yeah I I think I would probably tell my younger self that um life is worth living (laughs) and um you can you're gonna be okay like it's gonna be okay and you don't have to have everything figured out Mm -hmm. and um something that I learned at like 2021 was so I went to this um it was like a spirituality meeting Mm -hmm. where I don't know if you're familiar with like psychometry uh not too much no okay so it's like basically like when you can read an object like intuitively mm-hmm. and um by feeling it and touching it so it was okay. this like group of like older white women and mm-hmm. we just like and me and my friend were the youngest there we were like 21 years old and this group of like 50 60 year old women and they're all like trying to do the psychometry thing we go in a circle and they're like so what is your guys names like how'd you find us like what how are you here mm-hmm. and we tell them and my friend's like we're in college and we just don't really know what we're doing we're kind of in this place where like we just don't we don't know you yeah. know like what are what are we doing and why are we going to school what for like all the direction you know searching right. for direction and then this like 55 year old six year old woman was like that's funny because like I just um retired and I'm feeling the same way so that in my mind was kind of like 
<clears throat> there, that is when the, the, the switch really flipped for me because it was like, I don't have to do one thing forever and yeah. I don't have to have it figured out now because like, I'm going to have to figure it out in multiple cycles of my life. So I could have it figured out for this 10 years mm-hmm. and then I might have to figure it out again in the next 10 years yeah. and figure it out again, you know? I could go have to try to figure it out. I could live four lives in one, like, you know? I could. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my story. I'm like, yeah. that was so big for me and I always, I always tell people that story because it really stuck with me. Like, yeah. I, I think that's definitely <laughs> powerful and a valuable perspective that should be more adopted in society Mm -hmm. because you know you're we grow up having this idea of okay you're supposed to go to college for four years and then graduate in that time frame and you know like we mentioned earlier about okay you're going to be a doctor you have like a five ten year plan or a lawyer but you know looking you know with art especially it's kind of unconventional it's not like super traditional as those other paths because there's a lot of uncertainty and you know going back to like kind of the starving artists and um even that idea is there ever an end to that mm-hmm. <laughs> because it continue to continue to grow and continue to push your work out there and you know thinking of okay what's the next thing and yeah. and all of that um yeah it's choosing choosing that path was really really difficult like being able to break free from that um because I definitely grew up in that like you graduate high school you're gonna go to college and you're gonna get a degree and this is what you're gonna do your four years whatever whatever and so for me to drop out of college was very um like all my friends were in college still everyone you know like it like tap it was taboo at the time it's seven years like 2014 is when I graduated and high school and then um it was 2017 when I dropped out Mm -hmm. and I was just like I don't like I loved journalism but I felt like I didn't know why I was going and I didn't want to waste my time or my money to just go to go and then it kind of I kind of like made it my mission to kind of be like you know what like I want to be that not to be a martyr but like I want to be the person that does it differently and does it you know what I mean like I want to show that there's like more than one way to do life and it's not this cookie cutter four-year plan like that I can just you know yeah like I can be just as successful without it without the piece of paper or the degree by working my working really hard you know at something I'm passionate about yeah, yeah, definitely. Because even for people who do have their bachelors or go and pursue their masters, aren't getting paid, you know, as much as it used to be, or people thought with having a degree. And you know, you can be, yeah, and you can definitely be successful without going to college as long as you're putting in that hard work and you're very determined and kind wow. of putting yourself out there. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely. I definitely thought that um, I could that going to school was like hard work and whatnot and like trying to pursue something else and not go to school would be like a little bit less work and then I'm coming to realize in the last four or five years since Mm -hmm. choosing this lifestyle that I'm like you know what you you can't skip hard work it's gonna be hard work either way but what are you working hard for what do you want to work hard for exactly so yeah so kind of going back to like that why and like grounding Mm -hmm. and reflection of oneself on 
on why is this important what is the purpose what do i want out of life and i think even like with the pandemic that um it's caused a lot of reflection amongst people you know to rethink their lives and the importance of certain things versus um things that may not be as important as they thought 100 and i feel like i was on that reflection though years prior so i'm so glad everyone is kind of coming to this realization too i'm like yes we needed this as a society as like a whole and like being more understanding compassionate with ourselves yeah definitely um do you believe that having a solid support system is crucial especially being an artist um in the art community yeah um a support system as in like friendships and relationships um definitely my mom and my brother have Mm -hmm. definitely pushed me and like my mom has always been a great support she's Mm -hmm. always told me like since I was a kid just dream big like that was just her dream huge you know and so I always have um and no matter what I do when I dropped out of school and everything she was really supportive like she was just like you know I I just want you to do something just do something um and yeah so her seeing me from then to now and like opening a store I'm sure she's like extremely proud and having also like I had a partner at the time um for the last uh five years Mm -hmm. like four five years we were together and he really really supported me mentally Mm -hmm. through all that so yeah I'm super grateful for that because dealing with like the anxiety and the bouts of like depression and stuff and like him being able to be like no like you are he never gave up on me like on my day like my worst days it was like no he just you got it you got it you got it yeah he never um he never gave up on me Mm -hmm. yeah because it was really rough for a while yeah yeah but yeah it's extremely important yeah (laughs) It really is. The, those key, like, core people can really help kind of move you through that process and just continue to motivate you. And, yeah, from in addition to, like, the why, going back to the why, but just having that, the, the extra support. Yeah, because you really, uh, I'm sure with anything, it's like you get that, like, imposter syndrome and down on yourself and, like, being, like, too vulnerable am I not doing enough am I being too much am I like am I really this person you know like just all of the all these bad questions that come up and you can either believe it or just push through it yeah um what would you like to see from yourself in the future I would like to see the Converse collab (laughs) I'm like I already told you about that and I'm like I need it I need the bagu I need the Converse collab yeah but yeah um um yeah those are like really two like big um milestones and like things that I would like to reach but see for myself I want to still I want to be like we we were talking about humble and stuff I want to stay humble I want to stay kind and I want to stay community forward like I always have been from the beginning that's been my goal is bringing community together and bringing um emerging artists together as well that was one thing because when I first started um um like four or five years ago now it was like I was really passionate about being told no Mm -hmm. and doing it myself Mm -hmm. and being like okay well they're telling me no I'm just gonna go and do it myself and bring people together 
and like I threw art shows at my house mm -hmm. in SF um, my opportunity came and I had an art show at like a barbershop out there I was curating events in the backyard of my house and selling mm -hmm. tickets like I was because I asked you would ask I would re reach out to people and businesses yeah. can I do this here this and that nothing yeah. and it's like okay well <laughs> yeah. yeah so how am I supposed to grow and show like this like um what I can do if you don't give me the chance to show you what I can do right so that was yeah, yeah my yeah. big why yeah. yeah and I feel like that's kind of a big thing across different paths in life where people are quick to say no but then they forget you know you have to start from somewhere yeah, yeah. so g giving people the platform like I said emerging artists to like showcase their work and like that's been my biggest thing so hopefully at the honey club i'll be able to have like an art show or something and yeah, have like definitely. emerging artists and pop-ups yeah yeah that'd definitely be really cool mm -hmm. yeah and lastly um what advice can you offer to those who um would like to explore their creativity or um really master their artistry yeah um i would say um you are not the voices in your head, first of all, the negative things that you tell yourself. You've got to push through it. You've got to push past those. And I know it's hard. Um, I don't know if it gets easier. I'm like hoping it gets easier because I still, I still battle with it as well. But um, put out your shittiest work. Put out your worst, like, your worst, your quote unquote worst doodles, your worst, worst pictures, whatever it is and then see how much you grow in four or five years. Yeah. And how like, you know, you just gotta start. That's yeah. all I tell people, just start. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you collaborating with me on this interview. Everyone go check her out on Instagram and go follow their, her new business, Thani's Club on Instagram. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, this was so fun. Thank you for having yeah, me. Definitely. Thank you for reaching out. Yeah, definitely.